Look, I know, you don't have to tell me. I know that I didn't do OVW earlier in the week, and I know that there's another episode available. And I'll get to that this week. I will. No, I promise. But I didn't want to miss a week, so I just thought I'd recap my thoughts on last week's, which was called The Unstoppable Tide. And again, with OVW, Ohio Valley Wrestling, it's kind of variable, but it's got some really nice moments in it. First of all, we've got Dream Girl Ellie versus Freya the Slayer. Now, Dream Girl Ellie is in an angle at the moment because um, her um, main squeeze um, has been beaten up by dysfunction. They call dysfunction. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, and um, and that right, the, the, the guy who was beat up by the way is called is called um, Blanco Loco. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, and um, she's very angry. Very angry. Last week she said she wanted to go out and see him in the parking lot and she was carrying a metal pipe. And I don't think it was to fix a leaking sink. So she's here versus Freya the Slayer, who used to be the unstoppable tide herself. She was somebody you couldn't beat. She was champion. She brutalised people. Then she got beaten by Layla Gray and now she looks to be on the way down because in this match, very quickly, she loses. Early on, she's bru- she brutalises Dream Girl Ellie, who is much smaller than her. Then there's a, an Ellie crossbody on the outside, gets back in, massive knee. I mean, it does hit right on the button and a pin. It's a new attitude for Dream Girl Ellie, but it's a slippery slope for Freya the Slayer because she's been buried in this match against an opponent who's much smaller than her. So although I understand that, yes, Dream Girl Ellie has a new bad attitude, you didn't need to do that against Freya the Slayer, did you? She's supposed to be somebody who's unbeatable. Now we've got um, Ryan Howe with a, his Cockney accent again. You know, you know, oh God, blimey, all that. It's uh, it's not exactly, you know, the uh, Mary Poppins stuff, but oh, I'm bored with it. Gives her Ari a hat because she needs to be in the clan. And uh, here comes Omar Amir. I thought they were... Daggers drawn, but they seem to be talking to each other now, and they'll have a tag match later on. He will call somebody in, and uh, I- I'm not blowing things too much when I tell you it's Layla Gray. He- he's seen a lot of people. He's asking Layla Gray why he should ask her. Well, she is the champion, so that's probably why you should. Okay, here's Ronnie and the Good Word, Cash Flow, and Dimes. Ha! They're bankroll. They're the tag champions. And um, they talk about Dark Clouds. Dark Clouds um, bring out the outliers who are angry. Then Dark Clouds are out and they're angry. Then Godders and Guns are out and they're angry. And so, ha, we have a four corners, ha, match for the Tag Team Championships. Now, you know, if, if it was me, if I was the Tag Team Champions, I was bankroll, either cash flow or dimes, I'd be thinking, well, hang on a minute, this escalated, didn't it? One minute we were being interviewed, and the next minute we're having a, a fatal four-way match for our championships, in which anything can happen. And actually, it does. It's a bit of a mess, but in a good way. So the outliers attack Dimes first with stomps and slams. Flo comes in and deals with them, as he usually does, with his own slams and then a big frog splash. That always looks fabulous. Then you get Eric Darkcloud in, and he hits two low blows on Flo. Not the one. Have that. Have it again. Yeah. Dimes hits a double cutter because he can actually wrestle, we keep forgetting. 
or I do, and then Goddess comes in with a pump handle suplex, then a torture rack, and then an elbow drop, which is lovely. He cinches in a Boston Crab, and he wins. Bankroll aren't actually in the ring when they do it. I think it was on the Outliers. And they're the new champs. We kind of expected them to be, because we know that there will be some dysfunction, not that dysfunction, a different kind of dysfunction, a fun dysfunction, and that will be good to see over the coming weeks. I don't mind that they're tag team champs. It was just an odd way of doing it. We need to get the belts on them, I know. And if I was bankroll, I'd be pretty cheesed off and asking Al Snow what plans he has for them. Next we've got Chris Oman versus Shearer. You know how this is going to go, don't you? Chris Oman might as well not turn up. Right, so who, I've got a match tonight, have I? Yeah, who's it against? Shearer. Right, I'm going home. Yeah, he gets some offence in, but you know the way it goes. Shearer wins, and then he gets handed a box with a hat in it. And apparently, according to Al Snow, he won't tell him who the hat is from, but it's someone who he has previous with and who's coming to see them on the 2nd of June. So Shearer does know him, and he's very keen to know who it is. Now, it's a hat, but no feather in it. I wonder... I wonder if it's Frank Sinatra, they can't be, can it? Maybe maybe it's Clint Eastwood. I doubt it. Anyway, next we've got Certified Luke Curtis versus Big Whiskey Jared Kripke. Now, these are two up-and-comers for OVW, Ohio Valley Wrestling, who want to make a, an effect. And um, it's not bad, actually. So, Kripke goes for him, but Curtis picks him up and... Um, Hangs him on the top rope, which is nicely done, actually. And then there's a cross face for a Curtis win. You don't get very much. And if I was Jared Kripke, I'd be saying, hang on a minute, can we not have five more minutes? Not much happened in that match, to be honest. And then we've got Crixus working out. He's working out. It's not a very good accent, I know. And I am actually from the UK. But, um... There we are. Actually, it's a good little montage. It needs a montage. Lots of things happening. Thanks, Team America. And it does look good. And he's, um, you know, he's there with um, with Lawrence. Why is he teaming up with Lawrence? Crixus, who's so intense, and Lawrence, who's quite the opposite, don't seem like the right partner. It seems like as if he's been thrown together with Crixus. And a bit like Bank Roll and Jared Kripke, I'd be asking Al Snow, what plans do you have for me? Because these don't seem to be working. Okay, we've got Howe and Alexander. We knew they were going to be for, we're going to be forming together and teaming together with Omar Amir and Layla Gray. There you go. So it's a kind of comedy match with Ari Alexander and uh, Ryan Howe trying not to wrestle and trying to wrestle. Um, Alexander's go for it, and she handles Layla Gray at first. You see, you seem to we seem to forget, or I do anyway. Once again that she can wrestle because she just seems to be a sidekick and that's not ideal is it you've got Amir um, actually getting his hands on Ryan Howe suplexes and punches but then Haley J comes in hits Grey with the soccer rocks and Ari Alexander wins now I'm just wondering if there were any matches that came to a conclusion which wasn't a dusty finish as it's called, and which may have gone the right length. I don't think there was, because you've got Dream Girl versus Freya the Slayer, that was more or less a squash. You've got the tag team stuff, which was which was high on the stipulation, 
Chris Oman versus Shearer, which went short. Kripke versus Big Whiskey, or Curtis versus Big Whiskey, Jared Kripke, short. And the main event, short. <sighs> a lot of stuff happened, but that often happens with OVW. And I will have a look at the next episode, because maybe that might be a little bit better. But this just seemed as though loads of things happened, but nothing really did happen. That's really difficult to pull off, and it's not a good thing. Ta-ta. Thank you.